So what's up guys, welcome to the Wedding Pros Podcast. Today we're gonna to be talking about pricing and packaging for your market. So if you're a wedding creative, photo, video professional, this is like, let's start with something controversial, right? Um, because I think it's really funny. Every single year, one of these things comes out and every year it is met with outrage. People are furious about these, like the knot, the wedding wire. They release these pricing guides for brides, right? And then people call them up. They call up the person, you know, the, the wedding professional, the wedding creative, and they say, oh, well, my budget is this. And, like, wedding professionals swear that the reason the person is telling them that their budget is $1,800, $2,000, $2,500, whatever they think is cheap, is because of this article. Um, so let's talk about so. Um, Wedding Wire released last year, and this is a national average. They also, if you want to go to this tool, it's weddingwire.com forward slash cost forward slash, I, I think, wedding videographer or. Everyone's um, going to remember this at home. Yeah, or f- wedding photographer. Anyway, if you go to forward slash cost on Wedding Wire, you can get all these cost um, things, and, they, and, they, and I, they, they get them from surveys from their, their couples. So if you think that they're just like, inventing them they're not inventing them yeah um no i think they're just trying to screw every video they're just trying to screw you like how does that benefit (laughs) wedding wire on the knot if you don't make money by the way i want to thank um betsy from the knot for stopping Ah, by and giving us this fancy notebook to write down our our notes on this morning we are not sponsored by the knot yet yes but we could be see how nice the blue compliments the background Um, on youtube so full disclosure we advertise on the wedding wire and the knot um we, They're both owned by the same company now, I yeah, guess. Yeah, we so advertise on both of them. That's probably bad. We, uh, we, like, as for our company, by the way, we, we think they work fine. I don't have a problem with them. Yeah, we'll do something um, else on, on yeah. the benefits uh, sometime but, in the future. Anyway, they did these surveys. They did these surveys, and every year for wedding creatives freak out, right? Because it says, like, wedding photographer, the average national cost is, the average photography cost that a couple pays is $2,000. And they say the upper range is forty five hundred, low range three twenty three or less. Like, no given. They're trying I, to destroy our business. No. That's it. <laughs> no. And then for wedding uh, videography, they say the average cost is seventeen hundred, the upper range is thirty eight ten, and the lower range is five hundred or less. You know, at least at least we have a lower floor as videographers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and actually, in, in the research that, that I did, it, it, it was even lower in the Boston area. The average cost, I think, was like 1300 or something for the average wedding. So. Yeah, so, so here's the deal. This is not just my opinion. This is based on data. This is also based on running a wedding business. I don't think these numbers are actually too far off. Me neither. I, I think... Now, they're factoring in a lot of information. And so I do want, we're going to talk about pricing today. But before we talk about pricing, um, we're going to talk about, this is how we arrive at a lot of our prices using data and not just um, our own personal opinion of how good we are. And I think, like, that's a big weakness, I think, in wedding creatives, right, is like we associate our product with ourselves and we personalize it and our egos get in the way and we're comparing ourselves to this guy and we're like i'm as good as him i should be able to charge as much as him and like stuff that's really not relevant to your business and what you're trying to do but the real thing is is like you got to be realistic and look at the numbers so i think these numbers are correct 
Yeah, at least, at least close. I don't. Th- they might be a little low, but I don't think they're like ridiculously low. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and a lot of times people will will complain about, well, how do they get these numbers? How do they don't have access to my you know charts, charts or whatever uh, my my you know Google Docs. Um, how do they know? And and there's a lot of you know calling into question the, the accuracy of it. I agree, but I, I think it's pretty accurate myself. Um, I, so I, I think the first thing that I think we should do is really. Defining the market, so the average, uh, you know, cost of the different types of weddings that are out yeah, there. Yeah, the average cost and, of a wedding is the first thing you got to look at, yeah. right? And, and and what percent share of the market each of those categories kind of falls. When into. we when we look at our business, we don't really think we're gonna pick up more than like ten percent of the wedding day budget, max, like on the top end, like yep. as a videographer, like. Um, I think it's closer to 5%. Yes, I think it's usually lower, more, a lot lower. And so I would just say use that as a good guideline if you're looking at um, your market and where you sit and saying like, okay, wherever your pricing is, you're probably going to be max 10%, but more likely 5% of the total budget. So say you wanted to be, if you want your charge, your average price to be four grand, you're going to pretty much only be shooting $80,000 weddings. Um, and so we're, we're going to do a little market kind of analysis and talk about overall market and how many weddings there are. And this is why I think these numbers are correct, Jared, because when I look at it, it's like 60, 70% of the market is below 30 grand, right? Yep. Yep. So of course, most of these weddings are going to like, if people are paying 20 grand for their wedding, they're probably going to pay max two grand for a videographer. Yep. And so there's a lot of people and like, before we get into it. I, you know, I'll let you speak for yourself, but I don't think anybody needs to really like you're, I don't like the term bottom feeder or any of that. Like, Oh, there's, you can't, you can't lowball your way to the top. It's like, you got to figure out what, where in the market you fit and what, where, who you want to serve. If 70, 60% of the potential customers out there can't afford a $4,000 photographer, how are you a bottom feeder? Yeah. Yeah. You're just serving a customer. You're providing a service. So like, if you're sitting here and you're listening and you're new or maybe you've been doing it a while and you, uh, and you feel like less than because you're like, oh, I'm charging $1,500, I'm doing well, but I, you know, I don't want to be a bottom feeder. It's like you're serving a customer base. Just like there are customers who want to spend ten grand on a wedding videographer, not many, but they exist. Um, there are customers that want to spend $1,500. Yep. And like we could just ignore it and no one under thirty grand could ever get a wedding film. Or, I mean, I know for me, like, if we have the time, I would love to have a brand that could do weddings for $1,500. Yep, yep. There's a lot of good money in that, and there's a lot of people you could serve. Yeah, so let, let's hop in. So so this is this is kind of, I think, both of our opinions, but what we have kind of outlined as four different categories in the market. Um, you have your low end, you have your mid-range, your luxury, and your ultra-luxury. So low end, to me is probably $500 to $2,000. That's the realm of Cousin Johnny. The, or, or Uncle Bob. Yeah. Uncle Bob is is the, the guy that shows up. Or, or, I'm teasing a little, but, or like a student, you know, a student videographer. He might be amazing, actually, but he's getting started out. There's people like that. I suppose yep. there could be someone out there running. I don't know how you can really run a business on a $500 shooting weddings, but hey, if you're able to do it, great. Yeah, yeah. I think people that are spending five hundred dollars are probably 
spending 10 to 20 grand on a total wedding. Um, people that are spending closer to $2,000 or, you know, uh, a little bit uh, higher in that echelon, I think you're looking at probably like maybe a $30,000 video or $30,000 wedding. Um, our average, so, so our average in New England, um, average spend, there's 27,000 weddings and the average spend was $36,500 So for a just wedding. nationally speaking, our market is good. Yeah, 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 like, definitely. We're in a good market. Yep. We, you know, we're, we're in a good market. This is, this is for Boston, Cambridge, and uh, Newton area. So, um, so a little bit higher. I think we're like the third average in the country, uh, third highest in the country. But um, then I have your mid-range coming in $2,000 to $5,000. Uh, your luxury is more 5000 to 10000 And then your ultra-luxury, which is like 10000 to... I heard the other day I was at a wedding. And a photographer told me about a videography company out of Spain that was charging someone in his family $50,000 for a wedding film. And I was like, I don't, haven't even heard of Ray Roman charging that much. $50,000 for a wedding film. So that, that takes a cake if you're out there listening well, to Well, his this, goal is to work hoping. one wedding a Congratulations. year. Congratulations. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that, those are the, the kind of different categories. So, so when we started looking at our personal market research, um, we realized that, you know, like you said, uh, uh, about 65% of couples out there are, char- or are paaying less than $20,000 on their, their wedding. For their total wedding, guys. Total wedding. That, yep. That's not just like if you – I just – It's, it's just 30% Take like a sobering 10. moment creative if you're a photographer or whatever and just think about that. Yeah. Like how much less opportunity you have the more you're – higher your prices are yep. yep and so like and i don't have a problem by the way if like we're all about going for whatever you think you can go for but but um <clears throat> it's just just be realistic be like before we make jumps and change our prices and be thoughtful at like what you're really doing yep it, you're you're basically entering into the shallow end of the pool where the big sharks are yep yep definitely and and so you're pretty much competing for 35% of the business as soon as you go over $2,000. Um, so that over just leaves. Over 2000 like, Yes. I've literally, like, when I see people ranting and raving about this, they're like, the average price is $3,500. Uh, how many wed- weddings are, uh, let's say, like, that's a $70,000 wedding, right? Based uh, what, on the, what the percentage? Yeah, five percent of a seventy thousand dollar wedding. How many seventy thousand dollar weddings are there? Uh, between fifty thousand and a hundred thousand. It looks What's like percentage? three point eight. Your per- thats like five percent of the weddings nationally. Yeah, are gonna pay five thousand dollars for a videographer. Maybe a little more. Like I said, somebody might be willing to flex and do ten percent. Yep. I, I think you could be working anywhere from forty-five thousand to hundred thousand dollar weddings at five grand. Yep. You know, and so maybe that pushes you, you know, you can work in 15% of the total weddings available to you. Yeah. That is not a lot of opportunities. And so be realistic about that. If you're shooting 30 weddings a year at five grand, you're doing great. Good job because you are, you're competing you have a great product and you're competing for a very small amount of weddings. Yep. Yep. That's it. And, and I think a big part of, um, this specific podcast is is hopefully to encourage people who are just starting out that look like this industry is great. Um, 
there's a place for you when you're just starting out. And, and even if you wanted to make this, and, and I think that's a big part of the podcast too, is there's an argument that you can make a complete business model based on what your goals are on that 65% charging or, or that are spending less than 20 Every time I, you say the word 65%, I just think about, I've said it to you privately before, like, oh, can, can we make a $1,500 product? Can we find a way to do it? <laughs> Like there's so many weddings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and like, it's so many weddings. There's so many people looking for that. Yep. And like, you have to do volume, but you could shoot 500 weddings. Yep. At that price. Yep. Now, no one is competing there. Really. Everybody so. who's good wants to get out of the market too. Yep. So yep. now, um, I, I think there are certain questions. So this is kind of the next part. I'm not, by the way, just saying that's my fantasy or dream to shoot. 50, I'm just saying I like money. Yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. It's yep. a great opportunity. If anyone else heard that number and was like, bing, bing, and they just money signs in their eyes, <laughs> um, but also just thought about how much you'd have to work, but whatever, like you're not alone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, and, and, and then, you know, that, I mean, that's why there are editing houses in Croatia and, and, you know, Romania that are, are charging totally $100 for a wedding film. They mm-hmm. There's a market there. There are people out there doing it. I so. promise you if every weekend I went into a Facebook group and said, hey, who wants to shoot a wedding next week? I can find a guy who would be willing to do it. Yep. You know, like there's just, there are more people looking for opportunities to shoot weddings and do get in the, in the job. There's, it, it, we haven't capped it out. There's a ton of opportunity. And this is what I yep. will say to everybody. But the core of what we're going to talk about today is arriving at this idea that you have a path forward, right? There's a path forward. If you're struggling with your booking, now the path forward might be lowering your prices. You might have to consider doing that, but you're not going to go out of business. You can stay in a business, and if you're starting, you can grow your business. There's, we're not, we're on the top end in our pricing. We're on the higher end of pricing for most couples with our business and and we we're happy here we do well we do you think we're on the higher end we the high end is thirty eight hundred dollars we're on the high end yeah it's like it's it's pretty much bordering luxury we're shooting i think we're middle tier bordering luxury we shoot well statistically we're upper tier we shoot in the 15 percent of the weddings Mm mm-hmm Top 10% in the nation. Sure, sure. You know, and so that's our business. We have a product, I think, that can sustain that. And we can talk about that another time. It's actually, I don't know, being good. But, um, but like, there's there's a lot of opportunity out there. And if you're sitting there trying to go, how do I move forward? Um, it, it's business. And the key of business is looking for opportunities and seizing them. And, you know, obviously making money, staying in business. And, like, so we want to kind of talk through what's a good path forward and how should you make a decision about what your pricing is and really, you know, what are you trying to make? Yeah, sure. So I, I think the question that you should be asking or the question I think that a lot of people out there ask themselves are, one, what kind of art do I want to make? What's satisfying to me? What workspace would make me happy? Uh what do I want others to think about me? I think is a lot of question. Maybe you don't ask on Facebook, um, but it's, I think, a, a thing that a lot of videographers out there think and photographers think about themselves. What are other creatives going to think about me? Um, how much money do I want to make? I think should be a big question you're asking. I personally think 
because that's a finite thing, right? Like, yep. what do I want to make? Every year could change. Yep. You know, but every year you're like, I think that's one of the first things you should be thinking about. Yep. Even before you think about what you want to make. I think the asking question, what can I make? Like, yep. well, I want to make whatever, but do I know how? Am I good? Who knows? But like, I do, I, but I do think overall, like what, how much money do I want to make is yep. a, it seems like I wanted to save the best for question. last. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, the last one is how much or little do I want to work? So yeah. that's which, everyone's favorite. Yeah. Well, I, I and I don't necessarily think like, do you want to be a hard worker or do you want to be lazy? But no, no, no. For a lot of people, especially in those bottom tiers, you know, weekend warriors, people that are out there, you know, holler at you. Um, you're working your butt off during the week, and then you work your butt off on the weekends. You know, and you might not have all the time in the world to be able to, you know, shoot a hundred wide. I think it.